I just remember that you could see all the classrooms and there were just people at the windows looking out yeah. of us and we were just, <laughs> books are just whipping donuts around <laughs> on the fucking oval. Welcome to Born to Watch. We're three old mates, an ex-video shop owner, an industry insider and a black belt in 80s kung fu movies put their mastery to the test on movies that change the world. Hey there, fellow watchers. It's that time of the week again, and we are live from the panic room. I know it's fastly becoming my favorite time of the week. It's born to watch. My name is Whitey, and I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. And with me in the studio is my loyal number two, Gow. How are you, mate? Great, great to be back. Looking forward to another cracking episode here tonight. Yeah. Good, a good Aussie movie rounding out our month of Aussie movies. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good little yeah. run here for the Aussie film industry. I'm sure the movies that we've covered have just seen many, many more views. That's right. No, it's yeah. been a busy week for me. I've been in Melbourne and New Zealand just doing a bit of work for BTW. Wow. Trying, to, trying to broaden our horizons. It's working well. We're seeing yeah. it in the download numbers. Yeah, I think we've we've picked up uh, you know a whole heap of uh, New Zealand watchers. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When we do Slice of Heaven, they'll come in droves, <laughs> mate. When we do Four Rock Flats. Okay, and up there on Noosa is the man with the clot. Dan, how are you? Yeah, big week on the land. Um, hot as balls up here this week. So I've uh, decided I need to drought-proof the farm. So I've ordered another uh, three, five and a half thousand gallon tanks. We talk in gallons up here on the land. And I've just been trying to set up the pad where they're going to sit on and, and hopefully have enough water so that when you knobs come and visit over Christmas that everyone can have a shit and flush the toilet. So it uh, it's it's definitely going to plan. But the, the one unknown is whether it's ever going to rain again and how hot it's been, I don't know if it will. It's definitely going to rain again, Dan, and there's definitely not enough water for the amount of feces that will come to Noosa over the Christmas break. Excellent. Now I'm looking forward to you guys come up and see. It's actually, M Head's done a great job, and I reckon by the end of this week, it'll actually be pretty much completed. So, uh, yeah, great, great, great week on the land. Fucking let's get what, it. Tom, what, what sort of beers are you, you know, Well, I was just going to say, there. I don't know if I've pissed off the sponsors or whatever, but I haven't had any free deliveries of late. So I've gone back to my old favourite, which is the Gage Road Single Fin, which is Good Piss, uh, and that, that's been my uh, my go-to. But, Gal, you'll be happy to know there is an Aldi about eight minutes from my joint, so you can rip in and pick up <laughs> a couple of cases of Three Kings or whatever they've got for uh, 24 cans for eight bucks and, uh, and, and get into it. Mate, they uh, they don't sadly make three kings anymore. I can't find it anywhere, so I might have to get into some sort of Norwegian beer, whatever they sell. Three princes. Oh, I've actually <laughs> three been princes. looking at. I've been looking at brewing. Uh, do you remember when we tried to home brew back in the oh, day? Oh my dude. god, it was revolting. But apparently, they picked up their game, all the the home brew kits and stuff now. So I'm I'm thinking of becoming yeah. a a master the, brewer again. Yeah, hang on a minute. They've picked up their game. You're still shit. Yeah, mate, uh, remember remember them exploding under your house? Yeah. You know who you yeah. need to talk to? <laughs> you need to talk to Andy Marsden. Oh, he's, he's the master, master home brewer. And he can fix the shitters when you guys fucking take too many dumps. <laughs> Absolutely. What a legend. 
Okay. Yeah, I will. Well, uh, Andy Mars, a big, uh, great friend of Born to Watch. Caught up with him recently. Good egg. Yeah, great egg, great egg. Look, as Gao alluded to before, Aussie month continues and we'll come to an end after Animal Kingdom. So that was a seam- seamless segue into the actual talking about the movies. Well done. Yeah, there we so go. And, and whilst this movie may not be as globally well-known as the previous two in Mad Max and Crocodile Dundee, it's probably had just as much effect on the Aussie film industry, unearthing some amazing new talent and also reigniting a couple of careers. David Michaud, who wrote and directed the gritty Aussie crime drama. Do we say, do we say Michaud? We don't say Mick it? Hod. Mick is, Hod. It Mick, is it Mick Hod? I think it's Michaud. I think Michaud. it's Michaud. He's got, a, he's got an accent over the O, so I think that means you, is it, is it you have Hod? a hard sound okay. on the C and it's <laughs> Mick Hod. I, 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 I'm Mick sorry. Hod. David Mike Hods wrote and directed this gritty Aussie drama and took inspiration from real-life events, crafting a film that is both scary in its realism and it actually received so well that it spawned a US TV series. Animal Kingdom is top-shelf Australian filmmaking with a cast that's firing on all cylinders. Let's listen to the trailer. Everything sits in the order somewhere. Everything reaches an understanding. Things survive because they're strong. You may think that you're one of the strong creatures. But you're not, you're one of the weak ones. But you've survived because you've been protected by the strong. But they're not strong anymore. Hope you find the killers. Which Joey? I'm Detective Senior Sergeant Leckie. trailer was very reminiscent of the raid not a hell of a lot of spoken word there but trust me look it up on youtube and you'll get the gist of what's going on this is an interesting one being an aussie film i'd be interested to know gal first time you saw animal kingdom the movie yeah this week watched it for this i now so i've watched the series yes and i watched all of that which I really liked. But, yeah, yeah I, I've never watched the movie. I'd started watching no, it. And there's never a, got, there's never a TV through. series, right? American TV series, which is yeah, correct. And it went for six an seasons. Adaptation six of this. Yeah. 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 Correct. But it is. But the, the TV series, 
to the characters is, is very much the same. I don't know if you have you watched the no, whole I series. Haven't. I haven't. I, uh, I I don't know. This reeks of the U.S. Office. I'm I'm just become an original stalwart. So I haven't really watched much of the U.S. Office because I love the Ricky yeah. Gervais. Well, movie. no, it, look, is it I good? mean, it's 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 a really good show, especially the first few seasons. But as as those shows go on and you get to Too season long. six, yeah, you know, they start to jump the shark a little bit and things go crazy. But but some of the characters, I mean, we we talk about later. On, I'm sure how good Ben Mendelsohn is in this movie. But the guy yeah. that plays his opposite Pope in in the series is fantastic as well. So the, and and the characters are all the same. And you know, it's very true to the characters in the movie. Yeah. So you know how they're portrayed. Well, how Ellen they are. Barkin's a quality actress. Ellen Barkin's really yeah. good in it. It's um, it's you know the guy who plays Jay in it. He's he's quite good. You know, yeah. they're they're all pretty good. But it does delve into a lot more of and, and opens up a lot more you know than the show. So it's hard not for me not to compare the movie for to sure. that for sure because the movie's so quick too. You know, like well, the movie spoilers, takes- but Joel Edgerton's in it for twenty three minutes. Yeah. You know, so as Baz. Yeah. And so you know he's in the first couple of seasons in in the show. So okay. All right, what about you, Morgs? I know that you're an Aussie film icon. Tell me, when did you first see Animal Kingdom? Yeah, I, I saw it when it came out again. I couldn't tell you where I went. So it wouldn't have been the movies. That must have been when it came out on probably Foxtel at the time. But, yeah, it, it certainly had a, uh, a, big, a big effect on me and, and, and started, well, I wouldn't say started, but did continue my love with Aussie cinema. And I gave you guys some homework this week as well. So uh, at the... The genesis of this film was a short film called Crossbow, which David Michaud, it is Michaud, it's not Mick Hodd, Michaud uh, produced. Thank you, Dick. What's starring Joel Edgerton as well and and uh, fellow F-Wits. Get onto YouTube. You can see it for free. It's 14 minutes a day. And it, it just really sets up that gritty, urban, decaying, like it's it's it's, it's super kind of. Grim. A, super heightened, grim. Super grim. Heightened naturalism. So there's no, it feels like a suburb we've all been to and, and characters that we've encountered in our lives, and it's oh god! I mean, that crossbow yeah. is just fairly. Oh, no. it's, um, it's really, it's really realistic, isn't it? Like you can, oh, it, it, but it, but it does set. You're right, Morgan. It sets the scene because it's exactly like the movie. It's, it's yeah. the same, you know, tone, that the same world building. Sort of scene, absolutely, yeah. it's it's the suburbs. Yeah. It's it's the shit that goes yep. on in the suburbs, and that it's obviously brutal. was it's a completely brutal. And and in film school for F wits. This week, I've uh, I've, I'm uh, going to take a look of you. Reckon that was depressing. Hold my beer. Let's look at these five Aussie films that are equally, if not more, depressing. So definitely, that was uh, Animal Kingdom. I don't know. It's just I, <clears throat> I I I don't like to give away my thoughts early on, but it'll be very difficult with this film because I uh, I I've been a, a lot of my own film studies have been driven by this particular film just because uh, of of the regard with which I hold it, and that means absolutely nothing in the big scale of things except to me. But, no, I, I, I'd find as a sum of its parts just uh, – and, Gail, you'll talk about the cast in a second, but uh, I, I'm just in awe of of this particular film. And uh, and the, there was some – it was kind of at the tail end of a real – I wouldn't say renaissance, but certainly a really strong period of Aussie films that did – uh, they did t- t- sort of trend towards more depressive subject matter, and and certainly weren't the feel good films that you get with where the hero, well, the, he- the the hero comes along and uh, and and conquers all in the end. That that's not what this. Uh, the, the, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you bring that up. I'm glad you bring that up, Dan, because you're right. Because the '90s was that feel good Australian movies. But yeah, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Yeah, and then you're going into Muriel's Wedding, and the and then the Castle, and all these though these really good feel good Australian movies. It seemed to be as soon as two thousands ticked over, we got really depressed. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, nah. we got really uh, like, like really looking inward, and and the stories became super dark. And I think that it, it's filmmakers and then directors and auteurs like Michelle, they've they've mined the rich history of, of Aussie criminal families and and Aussie crime for a long time for for films, but. Yeah, there were, it seemed like every year around that time you, you couldn't trip over without running into some brilliantly acted Aussie scripts that just you left the cinema not feeling that great about the, the state of the world. But I guess the, the, the main takeout is they just stayed with you. Like I, I know I harp on about the Marvel Universe and I, I won't dive into it because we've gone over it ad nauseum, but I couldn't tell you the plot of most of the, those Marvel films that I've seen and there's probably 20 of them, but this film in particular... Uh, it just stays with you. You can there's scenes in here which we'll, we'll get into oh, that are just brutal and harrowing, but incredible cinema experiences. And I think Dave Michelle for for writing it, and he did that. Uh, there, there was sort of the the kernel of the story did come from a, a Melbourne crime mm. family and their yeah. exploits, and he, he sort of wrapped around his own fictional take on that and uh, certainly expanded upon uh, some some key scenes from that but yeah I did I would I, I would challenge anyone to see this film and not be able to tell me what it's about and what happened in it two three four ten years later like it just stays but with this me. is the, this is the thing Morgs. the reason it's like that is because they're not criminal masterminds they're a family in the suburbs I, you know, I, and they're just they're just all normal Knockabout people. I think, I think we're going to get to this and good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Because I've got a bit on it in there, and I, okay. I don't think we should touch on it just right. yet. Because, look, I saw this movie first when it came out on DVD. I had the video shop at Avalon, which is obviously a hub of Australian cinema with a lot of actors and directors and stuff living up there. So this movie did super well. It was very, very popular, and was deservedly so. And so for a long time, this rented very, very well. Probably right up until I sold the shop, this was still a very good renter in the shop. It's a great Australian movie. Overs and unders. Gows one. Okay. So I'm going to set it. I'm going to set this at 7.5. Morgs, have you seen oh, it over 7.5? Yeah, over for sure. I, I revisit this film all the time. I, it, it never grows old for me, and I can see something new at every time I revisit. This time it was Guy Pierce that I focused on and just his performance and how subtle it was. And yeah, yeah I'd way over 7.5. We're talking yeah. off the charts. Well, my originals was ten uh, overs. I'm gonna. I probably said it about ten for this movie, and I can't remember the last time I watched it. It was probably a few years ago now. Okay, Gao, tell us about the movie. All right, a family of criminals hunted by police, but their greatest threat comes from within. Following the death of his mother, seventy-year-old Joshua J. Cody moves in with his doting grandmother Smurf and her three criminal sons, the Cody boys. The eldest Pope is an armed robber in hiding from a cadre of renegade detectives. Then there's Craig, a successful but volatile drug dealer, and the youngest, Darren, who naively follows his brother's lead. Just as Pope's business partner and best mate, Barry Brown, decides that he wants out, tensions between the Codys and the police explode. Jay finds himself at the centre of a cold-blooded revenge plot that turns his family upside down and throws him directly into the path of senior homicide detective Nathan Leckie. Animal Kingdom is a powerful crime drama that tells the story of a tense battle between a criminal family and the police of the and the ordinary lives caught in the middle. Yeah, right on the knocker. Yeah. It's a long one. That was, yeah. It's Almost good. as long as the movie. <laughs> Almost as long as Film School for Fuckwood. 
No, 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 no. Uh, uh, okay, so let's talk about how this rates. And I was pleasantly surprised at this. So on IMDb, Animal Kingdom is 7.3 out of 10. Might be a little low there. But Tomato Meter, which is our new benchmark, this one's certified fresh at 95% on the Tomato Meter as Gow just opens a beer to, to uh, celebrate <laughs> an amazing it's ranking. So quietly. Yeah, and it's an 83% audience score. So this rates really well if not maybe slightly low on IMDb. But the critics love this movie and they can't argue with it. It's, it's great cinema. The critics loved it. Box office not so much, but we'll get yeah, into that yeah. in a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's get into that now, Gal. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the cast and, and what's going on okay, well, in let, let's, Kingdom. Let's talk about the cast. So it's a great Aussie cast in this movie. Uh, there's there's some, some older stars, some up-and-coming stars, but – Look, this week instead of going just through right through all of their all the all the cast uh, you know exploits, let's just I want just it's because it's a good Aussie movie. I want to go through some of the shows, some of the iconic Aussie shows over the years that these people have been in. So Morgs Whitey, I want you to see. I'll give you fifteen seconds. Say, yep. see if you can tell me some of the shows these people have been in on their rise through the ranks of Australian TV and and film. Okay, Neighbours. Yes. Yeah, no. So we'll go. We'll go, go through the people. All right. Let's start with Joel Edgerton. Ooh. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Uh, uh, home and Away? No. Was he in Neighbours? No. Sorry. Oh, oh. Stingers. Water Rats Morgs. He did two episodes in 96. No, he wasn't. Any more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Joel Edgerton. He's oh, he's, oh, he's in the, um, the no. Secret Life of Us, that, but he was, so, yeah, he was one of the main. That, that's, yeah. what, that's what made him. That's what yeah. he, we came yeah. up with, Will McGill. Yeah. He, he did an episode of Police Rescue. In wait, wait, wait. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Secret Life of Us, girl. Was that a mainstay at your house? No. Megan oh. loves Secret Life of Us. Chrissy loved it. Not me. Claudia, that's Claudia Carmel. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's, there's quite a few of them that have been in this. So we'll yep. go through, Is that Samuel? Yes. What's, a, what's a dude with yeah, it? Samuel Jackson. Samuel Johnson. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Johnson, the uh, right one. There's, there's, there's quite a few of them in it. So Moggy, look, Moggy likes his. Yeah, Moggy she likes Secret Life of Us. Yeah, right. Okay. But look, I never that got was his it. first big. That was his first big breakthrough. Um, he was nominated for an AFI award in 2001 for that. The Aussie, he was also Aussie Oscars. Yes, but he's all in a few different things. The Three Stooges, Secret Men's Business, Saturn's Return. Um, did a lot of work on in theatre. He played King Henry. Um, was in a, a show called Dead White Males, but then his big his big break really came when he started Uncle Owen. Oh, where was Aunt Beru? With Aunt Beru, yeah. Um, in Star Wars Episode Two, and then he after that, you know, he was in Ned Kelly, Aussie flick, King Arthur, Star Wars Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, and then Kinky Boots. I love Joel Legend. I think he's a. Uh, really, why, really. Why good are we talking about Warrior? I reckon Warrior is. Oh, well, we've, we're getting there. We're getting we haven't there got there. He was in that because he wasn't that till 2011. So he's oh, in that. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Forget yeah. I said that. Yeah. Well, we won't. Anyway. And uh, and then after that, Morgs, he was in Warrior. Yes. What do you guys think of Warrior? Like I, I Warrior's yeah. in my top five all-time sports movies. Agree. And I'm I'm telling you, and we're going to 100% cover Warrior and uh, and probably over the new year. To be honest, I watch Warrior 
couple of times oh, a year, I reckon. God, it's good. Tom yeah. Hardy is so good in that movie. Excellent. Nick yeah. Nolte should have won an Academy Award for that movie. Travesty. It is. Because the it, fucking Oscars always piss on sports and genre movies like yeah, that. Same, yeah. as, same as Sylvester Stallone should have won Academy Award for Creed. It's yeah. just It's just criminal. No, Warrior is an excellent film, and, and Joel Edgerton yeah. was, was incredible in it. Yeah, yep. no, it's a great movie. But look, he was in the remake of The Thing in 2011. Yeah, he Carter. was. He did, yeah. It's not a great movie. But uh, but look, we'll just bounce through a couple. Zero Dark Thirty in 2012. He's one the, of the Navy SEALs. The Great Gatsby. That he was, was in, Black- in Zero Dark Thirty, him and his brother. And another Aussie actor uh, was in there. The dude yep. that was from, uh, he, he was on Heartbreak High. I can't think of his name. but Yeah, I forget his name excellent. as well. Alex but, Dimitriades? No, not Alex Dimitriades. <laughs> Close, not, the, not the original movie, no, the series. <laughs> He was. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, right. He played. He played the tough. Um, the, oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway. Spike or whatever. Someone. Like oh, I'm yeah, assuming no, no. <laughs> Spike. Was that was kids at a crazy street. That was a chick. Still <laughs> <laughs> one of your favourite chicks. Was, did Heartbreak High get a good run in your house, Morgs? No, Six degrees not of at all. Crazy. Not at all. I like the. I like the original movie, but no, I didn't. Didn't watch. It. I was just a bit old for the series. But look, the other one he was in was Black Mass. Um, yeah, that doesn't get a good. I don't think I've seen it. Doesn't get a good review. Now, but look, there's a different name. There was it was out under a different name as well. I can't think of what it was. But anyway, that, that's a good movie. I've watched that. Yep. It's, a, it's a really good drama. Yep. But anyway, yeah. So that look, we'll move on. We'll keep going because yeah, there's okay. a couple to get through. Let, yeah, let's go. Sure. This this is a bit of an easy one. Guy Pierce. Oh, neighbors. Neighbors. Mike yeah. Pierce for three years. Right. He was with Annie. What what other Aussie staple was he in? Guy TV Pierce. show, yeah. Recently, TV show. recently, or back in the day, in the same time, same time. It, it's a famous show. Really, it's the same as Neighbours. He was home and away. He was home and away. He was in nineteen episodes. Wow. No, like David Croft in ninety-one. Milkshake Boy three. <laughs> he day was day. he was buff back in the day. He was into yeah. bodybuilding, kind of like me. He was fit as. So, yeah, fit as. No, he's, he's yeah, completely. He, I'm a hard gainer. He's not a hard gainer. Yeah, no. He's about minus six percent body fat. Yeah, but he was loves also the, he loves the loves the um, the the Mister Juicy bottle too. Getting on the hose. Don't you word for it? But yeah, look, um, he was also in Snowy River, the McGregor saga, which is apparently a TV show that quite a few of these people were in. I've really? never seen it. Snowy, Snowy River, River. Yeah, ninety five. Yes. Not Tom, movies, not Tom sure. Burlington in, hey, in Tom a legend. Tom no, Burlington. TB was gone by then. I need to go back and watch Man from Snow River again. I, I watched Man from Snow River a few weeks ago. ago. Yeah, it's awesome. It's freaking what a so great. There was movement yeah. at the station because the word had yeah, passed yeah, around. So that's it's a crack. Jack Thompson. Yeah, Jack Thompson. Awesome. Clancy the Overflow. But yeah, look, then obviously. My, uh, Guy Pierce went on to a fair bit after that. Adventures of Priscilla in 2004. Guy Pierce has had an eclectic, eclectic Mate, what a, what career. A jobber. Yeah. Uh, ultimate jobber, but awesome. Yeah. Do you know, one of my Incredible actor. Mate, he's in the road for about three minutes, and I can still yeah. picture that uh, just how yeah. good he is. Like, same yeah. with uh, The Hurt Locker. He's in that for about four minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just, he if does it's he... a great director, he'll just go, yeah, I'm in, whatever. I'll tell you what, he does a lot of cameos, Morgs. Yes. Guy oh, no, 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 no. He does some cameos. He's never Guy Pierce in these movies. Let's just, <laughs> do we have to go back to what a cameo is? And he married that good sort <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Three yeah. 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 Arguably, best set of boobs on television. Arguably, who's that one? The in, witch. 
euphoria that everyone froths over. Oh, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, she, and because I, I was watching it once a time in Hollywood, once upon a time in Plim's favourite. Last week, and she was in that, but not certainly not made up like that. But, yeah, but I remember Plim yeah. saying that she was. She's gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, look, other movies he's in, Rules of Engagement in 2000, yep. Memento. Mate, Confidential, well, LA Confidential. Like, what a performance. Yeah, it was unreal. That I mean, there's some really good performances. It's one in that of my favourite movies. It of all is, time. yeah, agree. Really agree. No, same. same. Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you. Uh, look, The King's Speech, 2010. Prometheus, Excellent. 2012. Lawless Shit movie, but he was good. Yep, Iron Man three. He's a Shit good movie, villain in Iron Man good. three. Yeah. Swing and Safari, Aussie movie. I've, oh, I've I haven't watched it. all of it. No, I've watched three quarters of it. Yeah, it's uh. It's not ideal. No. It's so not did ideal. You, do you guys watch any of the Jack Irish stuff he does on Yeah, the I watch all of them. They're great. Yeah, they really so good. good. Peter Temple, yep. one of my favorite, passed away, unfortunately. Just a brilliant author in that crime, sort of Aussie crime noir uh, genre. And Guy Pearce is just, he was exactly what I pictured uh, Jack Irish as when I was so reading good. So it was so good. So good. Yeah. Right. And also Mayor of Easttown, recent. Oh, Wow. I took the time to actually watch that. Yeah, I think you recommended that, Waddy, and it was, yeah, oh, yeah, it's that was. a great show. Oh, Kate Winslet, like, just does not give a toss. She will go, she, there's no narcissism in her performances. I've got to say, I've got to say that everyone talks about how good Meryl Streep is, and she is obviously the queen of actors. Mm. Kate Winslet's not far behind her. Oh, my God. She, her, that her mayor of Easttown. Mate, she's unbelievable. There's no that. ego. She has form. no ego, yeah. which she, just she, makes her even more attractive and incredible mm. on the screen. Leo yeah. could have fit on that fucking floating debris, though. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's rough. That was yeah, rough. that was rough. Fuck you, Rose. Fuck yeah, you, Rose. Rose, you're tripping. He would have survived, and yeah, that's fucked. All right, we're on to Jackie Weaver. Now, she's got a fairly rich history in Australian This is Darren Hinch. Yes. Yes, you're right. So Jackie so she Weaver, back- well, she was a good sort back in the day too because, uh, you know, not quite Hollywood, which I have to mention every podcast, but there's some films that she's talking about in her early career in the Ozplotation. She's in the roar a lot. She gets, oh, she gets her baps out constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Good sort. Good, good sort. sort. Yeah. Darren was running that through his mind most of the time. <laughs> it? I'm doing right, it. So what t- she's got great what baps. T- what uh, what shows do you reckon she? What Aussie? What good Aussie shows? Now Is she in number oh. sixty nine or whatever? No, number ninety six. No, no, no. <laughs> she would have been cop, <laughs> cop it's shop. Not, it's mighty viewed it. Yes, more two cop episodes shop. as Lynn. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding. <laughs> what, thinking back, thinking back around the cop shop time. What else? A couple of other cop shows. Uh, solo one. No, no. Oh god. Um, Barjas. <laughs> she could have been no. Hill Street Blues. Three other cop shows. Yep, three other cop shows. Oh, Hill Street Blues, one of the great things of all time. Baywatch Uh, Nights. Prisoner. Nope. She used to bring me roses. Not really a cop show. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's a cop show, but not really a cop show. (laughs) So, uh, Simpsons. Um, (laughs) How many beers have you had, mate? (laughs) Several. Several. Look at him. Are you listening to anything? Have a go at his red honker. Were you just yelling? Needs to get a longer canopy on his um, she was, tractor. She was in Homicide. She was in Matlock. She was in Division 4. Oh, right. A few episodes of each of those. Nice. But movie-wise, started in the movie Stork in 1971, which I think she won an award for. Yeah. Um, she was in Alvin Purple. She won, a, she won an AFI for that. Yeah. She's, yeah we talked yeah. about Stork last week on uh, – or was it the week before? No, it was – Week before. It was the Ma- Mad Max episode, yeah. Yep. 
but look, she was also on Picnic at Hanging Rock, 75, great classic Aussie movie. Yeah, great movie. Boring. Started, started another Aussie show in the 80s, House Rules. Do you guys remember that? No. Yeah. It was not – never seen it? No. There was – it was – Matt Day was in it, Charles Budd Tingwell. Oh. If Charles Budd was in it, it had to be classic Aussie. Definitely. Um, Obviously, in Animal Kingdom, she was in Silver Linings Playbook. Well, I love that movie. It's yeah. one of my favourite movies of the of the twenties, twenty tens. Love it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Magic in the Moonlight, Last Cab to Darwin, another Aussie movie, The Disaster Artist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was yeah, that was about that was that was about no, that was about the dude that wrote the terrible movie in Franco. Oh, that's about and, the room. Yeah, that's got James Franco. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, one of too. Not, I don't think she did, but that one of It's actually not a bad movie. Morgan's was a bit of a disaster artist in his teens. <laughs> true. Yeah. True that. Um, and she was in Yellow she's in Yellowstone, if you've seen Yellowstone. Really? No, I haven't oh, seen I haven't seen just, Yes, yes. Yeah, she's in she's in the last couple of uh, uh seasons of that. But she did she was Oscar nominated for Silver Linings Playbook, but um and, that, and Animal Kingdom. Yep. Yes, yeah. yes, no, definitely was. Ozzy was, but um, but yeah, Emma Thompson turned down the role in Silver Linings Playbook of Dolores. She's Solitano. great in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, awesome, yeah. She's amazing in this movie. All right, I'm going to move on. Here's another good Aussie actor who's who's been through some movies. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh Fracking my god, yeah. Mendo. But, we call him in the industry Mendo. Yeah. Mendo or Mendos? Well, whatever. Yeah, depends how many beers you've had. Depends how many beers you've had. Mendo. Right. Mendo is so, an he, absolute he, credit. To the Aussie what film was he, industry. his first big show? Come on, he was in. He was in a big show in '85. '85 was that Eastern? No, no, too early. He, look, I'll tell you. He started. He was in a country practice for a couple of episodes. Oh, really? But he did another show. Was he in Neighbours? Yes, he was in Neighbours. He did 19 episodes. Yeah, as Warren Murphy. Right. Right. Here we go. Warren Neighbours. He would have been hanging around the Dunnies at Lasseter's. He might. Have been. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been peering through the glory hole. <laughs> uh, he was on the Henderson Kids. That was his oh, first big role. Right. Yeah. That's a morgue show. He he did a bit on the Flying Doctors. Oh. Was on an episode of Police Rescue, Secret Life of Us. Yep, again. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then uh, later on in his career, Love My Way in two thousand and seven. Love so My Way did, was massive. I always yeah, so I get them confused, Secret Life of Us and Love My Way, because they're both fucking terrible. <laughs> what about he's in? What about he's in Metal Skin? Remember, yep. we went and saw Metal Skin at the movies. Take your word in, for it. In, at at, uh, at Hoytering Mall, about it's got um. It's got him. It's got the other guy, Aiden. Um, oh, oh the, I forget what his name. The guy that was in Black Robe, the Aussie actor. He was in yeah. Black Robe. His name oh, was he was Aiden. in that. He was in that TV. And he used to race recently. cars. They used to race cars. It was set in Melbourne. It's a pretty hardcore movie. Gareth's just looking at me, shaking his head. You're just making sounds at this stage. Yeah. yeah. We, we went and saw that the movie. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I remember. But look, his biggest, his first big movie was The Year My Voice Broke. Oh, of course. That was, yeah. that was his coming out movie where he was. No, Taylor. Really yeah, Noah Taylor was in it as well, and those yeah. two often get uh, mistaken, mistaken because they're so. Which is unfortunate yeah. for Mendo's because mm. Noah Taylor. Yeah, Noah Taylor. Like always gets credited with being in um, Game of Thrones. Really, he's the one that chops off um, the wang. No, chops off the hand of uh, what's his name of uh, oh, the Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister, oh. but that's Noah Taylor. Yeah, right. But anyway, yeah, he was on that. Look, yeah, my voice broke. He was on Quigley Down Under. Shout out to Damo. Damo probably had beers with him. Who knows? They probably hung out. Damo probably knows him, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in Spotswood in 91, Sirens. Oh. With uh, Hopefully. with, with L and, and Kate. Kate Fisher. Kate Fisher. And uh, 
Moving Ellen's down. wife. Ellen's oh, wife. Oh, uh, Portia de Rosa. Oh, she dead? Yeah. Didn't she just die? No. No. Yeah, Anne Hayes. Oh. Oh, sorry, Portia de Rosa. Enjoy your yeah. your full and eventful life. Sorry, I could just. But um, but look, he. He was also he was also in another show, another two th- in two thousand and five, another another Aussie series with everyone else that's in this cast. Really, with, and everyone else that's in this cast. Everyone else that's in this cast. Two thousand and five. Yep. Oh, Secret Life under- of Us. Ah, uh, yeah, we were underbelly. Oh, we did, we did too. Sorry, you're right. Uh, he was in Australia in two thousand and eight. Shit, movie. shit, and then, shit, um, shit movie. Mm. The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, a bad, he was good. He plays he was the good baddie. He was good Rises. in that. Mm. This is um, where we start to see a bit of a Mendel science. Yeah. Because now he starts getting in the back into Hollywood. How long have you been waiting to say that? Well, Morg said it, I stole it off him. <laughs> yeah. I, I stole I it off see, him. I, he fucking seeded that out to him through the week. I knew Thank he'd you. take it. But Thank you. The, no, he, he started yeah. in that. I opportunity uh, was a, and I took it. There's a Netflix series that he starred in with the dude from Friday Night Lights, the TV series. Um, it's a I brotherhood? It. No. It'll come to me, but uh, which he was just—he was Mendo. He was just menacing. He was the place in the place beyond the pines as well with Gosling. Yes, shout he out, was. Yeah, shout out to Torps Gosling. He's in Captain Marvel. He's in Rogue One. Yeah, he was in Ready yes. Player One. He plays Krennic in uh, yep. Rogue One. The awesome baddie. Krennic. He was in Robin Hood, Sheriff of Nottingham. He was in. He was Captain Marvel. Uh, he was in Cyrano. Oh, just recently. A morgue's favourite. With uh, uh, Gerard Depardieu. No, no, no. With uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Uh, John Snow. No, can't think of his name. Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah, people can't see you doing the short thing, right? I'm trying to think what his name people is. People can't see you doing the short thing. The um, Imp. Yes, The Imp. Fuck, what is his name? I forget his he's name. He's a fantastic actor. Too. The best. He's fantastic. Don't try and cover it up with He's a fantastic actor. <laughs> After you just slated him. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And he's actually on camera doing the short thing. We're going <laughs> to this will be the best. Um, ben Mendelsohn actually I can't s- starred in a movie about my life. Now you guys want to know about this. Oh, I, I used to root hot birds. Oh, oh, hang on. I know what it is. Baby teeth. That almost uh, that almost made my list of uh, depressing uh, movies, but yeah, no, it was a good performance. He's the he's the father of uh, of, of the chick in that of baby teeth. Mm. But um, look, won an AFI award for Animal Kingdom best lead actor, won a primetime Emmy for Bloodline in 2015. That's the Bloodline, one. Bloodline. That's the one I was thinking Bloodline's of. Bloodline's yeah. the one. Oh, right. Yeah, it, it's excellent. And, and, and he won an actor award for baby teeth. So he should. Uh, all right, moving on. Um, now Sullivan Stapleton, who played yeah. Darren. Yep. Craig. The, 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 the Coke addict. Craig. 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 The Coke addict. Yeah, the Coke addict. Yeah. Coke addict. Always on, always powering forward. He's a good looking rooster. Mate, he, he hasn't done a lot of movies. He, he was in 300 Rides of an Empire. Yep. He plays one of the Spartans. Yeah, with Lena Headies. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not Lena. She's in the first one, Lena Headies. No, she's in that. Really? Oh, that's what oh, okay. I that's what Rides of the Empire, up. the first one. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, you're yep. right. Lena. Obviously. Lena gives good. <laughs> Obviously, Cersei Lannister, but he was in Gangster Squad uh, in 2013 with Josh Brolin, Ryan Gosling. Yep. Nick Nuttuck Nolte. Yep. Gangster um, Squad. God, that sounds he's, shit. He's in yeah. a couple good TV series, I must say. Okay, he's been in a few Aussie series, so just just bang out some some good ones here. We'll, I don't know. I don't know the Aussie ones, but I know a couple of US ones he's been in. He's in Neighbours. God, everyone was in fucking Neighbours. Stingers. Oh, there we Belsey. go. Blue Healers. Oh, God. John Wood. Another 2005 show that they've all been in. 
Secret Life of Us. Secret Life of Us. He was in McLeod's Daughters. Oh, dear. And of course, uh, Sea Patrol. Right. That's, that's oh, wow. a real solid Aussie. That's Aussie jobbing. Series. Yeah, that's yeah. Aussie jobbing right there. Yeah. But then, but then he's in he's in Strike Back, which is a great uh, TV show. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he's also uh, he's also in Blind Spot. With, uh, okay. Which is really good as well. Right. Yep. He's good. I like him. I think he's a really good good looking rooster. Yeah. He, he could come up in the quick fires here. You've mentioned that already. Come up <laughs> in the quick fires. I've been I've been scrounging. Is he, is he in your top five? Maybe he makes your top five. You I don't can, know if he makes me top five. I don't know if I should describe rooster. that particular category, but you're allowed to choose female actors as well. Oh, really? You've ruined it for me. <laughs> Continue, yeah. All right, we're gonna go we're gonna go straight through um Luke Ford, who played if that was Craig, then he played Darren. Yeah. Just pump pump out some of those shows again. Oh, well, you know, Water Rats, here. Home and insert Away, here. Stingers, All Saints, yeah. McLeod's Daughter. Whoa. Yep. He's an acting teacher as well. Is he? Okay, yeah. I was gonna uh, I was I was gonna refresh my chops and was looking into a few acting schools around up here on the land. And yeah, he's uh, he's a noted Teacher of uh, of performers, and it's not true that if you can't do teach, that's just bullshit. Fair enough. Uh, look, we'll just one more. Justin Rosniak, who plays Detective Randall. Now, Roach. Do you remember when we came across Justin Rosniak? Uh, I know a show that he's in. Nah, nah, nah. It's actually it, more is... personal than that. Oh. So when we were in that elite, elite basketball program back in about 1991 with, with Filthy Phil the pedo. So we, oh, went yes. to, we went to a couple of Sunday trainings uh, where he picked stuff from our houses and it was heaps creepy. But yes. Justin Rosniak was also in that uh, in that squad. The problem really? was, yeah, he unfortunately he was not built for basketball. He, his bum is way too close to the ground for him to ever consider a uh, – unless he's um, – Unless he's – is it Migsy below? What's the, what's the guy who used to win the, the oh, jump pops? yeah. Bugsy, Migsy. The guy. Yeah. Anyway, so, no, we, we all met Justin. Bugsy. Mugsy Bogues. Mugsy Bogues. That's him. So, yeah, Rosniak was about did you, did half you, the size of him. Well, did you put a few moves on him at the basketball camp? Mate, he, I, I, look, if he just stood on my left hand – I saw my right hand side, I would have been stuffed. But, uh, no, I, I, just, was, just, I just put a few was spin he, moves on him. Was he the guy that when you had the jump up at – in in the key that you 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 put the he mask was in. not but that was um, thank you for <laughs> but uh, it could have been recalling that yeah I would have same result if it was so before him. we before we go into this guy hmm. well do you know what else he's been in Rosniak yeah yeah he's in Mister in Between he's yeah, yeah. he's Mister he's he's, yeah. he's amazing he's Gary yeah, that, he's yeah. awesome yeah, look, can we Seriously? just do a podcast on Mister in Between it is that can bloody we, good can oh we, can my we, god yeah why don't why don't we do another we could do another episode where we rewatch, we rewatch from start to finish. Mystery, yeah, it's, it's so it's good, so good, so good. Yeah, God, it's, it's a real, great show, it's a great show. Yeah, Australian. All right, so, so Justin Rosniak, you've already mentioned a, cu- a couple of shows you've been in, Whitey. One you've mentioned that no one's been in, but oh, really? E Street? Yes, he yeah! was in. He didn't have. He did a, six episodes of E Street. Maybe he was in a, in a show with John Wood earlier than that, nineteen eighties. Oh, uh, Rumpole the Bailey. <laughs> Close, mate. Rapping his rules. <laughs> Rumpole of the Bailey? <laughs> How good was that one? Oh, no, I never saw it. <laughs> um, he was in Police Rescue. Wasn't Rapping his rules, wasn't it set in Manly at the courthouse there? Yes, it yes, was. It was yes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, look, Justin Rosniak was in quite a few Aussie 
police shows. So Mate, police he's a jobber. Give me a couple yeah, more. Give me a couple more Aussie 80s, 90s police shows. I think we've said uh, them all, haven't we? Yeah, come Blue on. Healers? Yes. Um, dun, 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 Stingers. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. Water rats. Oh, water rats. Water rats. <laughs> Here's one you might not remember. White collar blue. Ooh. Oh, I remember okay. the title. Yeah. I think it was for Yeah. He was in Home and Away for 42 episodes, played a few different characters there. Right. Few, what, what do you mean a few different characters? He played he was in a, he was on and off in the show, so he's come on and played. He's like Harry Morgan. He's like Harry Morgan in MASH, where he yeah. played this lunatic colonel. Yeah. And then four episodes ah! later he was yeah. Sherman Potter. Oh. Is that is that the definition of jobbing when you in a like you forty two episodes but you're different characters? Yeah, that's jobbing. 100%. Yeah, that's jobbing. Absolutely. Yeah. Job and Absolutely. the bejesus out there. That'll take, us, that'll take us through the cast. I reckon cast. that's enough. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. We've gone well into it. We Look, I'll just, I'll just quickly touch on the gross for you guys because that's where yep. we're going with that. Animal Kingdom grossed $5 million in Australia and $2.2 million worldwide that's for a total of $7.2 million on a $5 million USD budget. Wow. Didn't make a lot of money but was very critically acclaimed. That's disgusting. Um, it, had a lot of, it had a lot of uh, flowers on the cover, yeah. Animal Kingdom, a lot of awards. Yep. Like and and overwhelming critical acclaim, as you said, Rotten Tomatoes was ninety six percent, average rating of eight out of ten. Yeah, so it it got it got great reviews, didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, but in two thousand fifteen, it was named as one of the top fifty films of the decade by the Guardian. So okay, got a bit of retrospective love. Yeah, and so it should. Yeah, and to be honest, Jackie Weaver could have easily won best supporting actress for that. Well, she was nominated. Yeah, she was nominated. So who won it? That was. Was Natalie Port? Uh, sorry, supporting no. actor was Melissa Leo in the Fighter. Yeah, she's very good. Now I watched the Fighter just the she's other week very, on the very plane. Good in this movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, but Melissa Leo is amazing in the Fighter. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, and we talk true. about you know, Mark Wahlberg's ugly third sister or whatever. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. talked about that the other yeah. week. Good yeah. flip. But yeah, look, she was obviously nominated. It it won it won best film, best direction, best original screenplay in the Actor Awards. Uh, one. Jackie Weaver won Best Actress in the Actor Awards and Joel Edgerton won. So did Joel Edgerton, well. yeah. For, for 23 minutes. minutes. It's crazy. Crazy, huh? He's so good in this movie, though. Very He's just good. this calming yeah. influence. Yeah. Yeah. But look, 2010, so a couple couple more movies for you. Uh, obviously, The King's Speech in 2010 won, won a lot. Everything. Best Picture, Best won Director, everything. Best Actor, Colin Firth, Best Original Screenplay. Natalie Portman won Best Actress. Black Swan. Black Swan. Christian Bale won Best Supporting Actor for The Fighter, Fighter. which is... A great performance. Yeah, yep. And as we said, Melissa Leo in the fighter as well. Toy Story Three topped it with one billion dollars. Yes. One and one billion and sixty eight. Alice in Wonderland, one billion and twenty five. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Shrek Forever After. Like these are like all the franchise movies. Yeah, definitely. It's Twilight great. Saga, Iron Man Two, Tangled. Yeah. True Grit came out in two thousand and ten. That's a great yeah, movie. Can I can I jump in here? So I, yeah, go. I had a look because I, I remember hearing this at the time and I confirmed it on the line, but Quentin Tarantino named Animal Kingdom his third favourite film of 2010 after Toy Story yes. and The Social Network. So uh, yeah. I, a, a I can't believe how low those box office numbers are. So it's Quentin's top, top 20 was that up to Animal Kingdom 3, I Am Love, Tangled, True Grit, uh, the town, interesting at number seven, which is also a great. I watched the town. Sure. I watched the town just the other day. The town's. A I reckon we'll jump. We'll jump awesome. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I watched it on the plane the other day. Really. Well, we're good. hoping to have a special guest for the town. 
Definitely. But the, the fight is in there at number 14 for Quentin and uh, the kids are all right, which is a film I enjoyed. And, yeah, anyway, so number three from Quentin and uh, that guy knows a little bit about film. So fuck you, the world, 7.5 million. That's just – that's not right. Yeah, that's not great. Look, that's just an Aussie release, right? That, that's what it is. And unfortunately, gets all the claim. Didn't yep. get all the money. There's all, there was also a, you know, coming in at 140 at the box office is a is a porno that made it into the mainstream called Furry Vengeance. <laughs> What's it called? Furry Vengeance. Furry Vengeance. Yeah, it was a release of a 70s porno. Wowzers. Um, yeah. Anyway, move on. Right. So listen, I, I put together just quickly some songs for 2010. Oh, music was shit. I in do not want to even go into it. Music, no, we're not doing music because music it sucks. sucks. I looked at it. I don't even know. Nah. The only song I know number four is "Hey Soul Sister" by Train. Yeah, 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 and that's not great. But music sucks. When do you reckon the year the music died? When do you reckon it is? Well, See, I'm, is a, it, I, I'm a lot cooler New Jersey. than you guys. So it was no, it was for me. It was the mid '90s, but for you guys, it was like '91. No, I'm 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 reckon I've got I've reckon I've gotten out to 03. I reckon after 03, it's all shit. Yeah. Mate, this is Rihanna Usher, Teo Cruz, Ooh. forget oh. Katy Perry. Question Rihanna. time. Question oof. time. No, we've got oof. to go. Oof. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Okay, question time. Okay. Is Ben Mendelssohn Australia's most underrated actor? Underrated. Thoughts. Underrated. Yeah, that's tough. Is he, un- is he actually underrated? I, think I, I don't no, know. I think that because he's had the middleness, it's it's that's yeah. been corrected. That major travesty. I yeah. think that he had a long time in the wilderness where the, the poor guy couldn't get a job anywhere in Australia because he'd been on every single fucking series you possibly could. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is, wasn't is he a, a really, really talented Aussie actor? Yeah, hundred percent for sure. Yeah. yeah, but most so underrated. He's probably getting his. He's probably getting he's his, getting his due now. His yeah. due now as he gets more roles. No, okay. he's, he's rated now. All right, excellent. What What's happening to Jay's girlfriend if he doesn't walk into that bedroom? Yeah, that's probably the cre- this is the this is as dark as it gets in this movie. Yeah, there's, there's... and it is so subtle, but it is ultimately bone chilling. And how what do you that... think happens if he doesn't walk in? I just think the the, the cinematographer Adam Arkapor and and David Michaud the way that they were able to build that dread in so many scenes, but particularly the, yeah. the ones with Pope and the girlfriend. Like, it's just a, From, the, oh, but the, when, when he gives it a hit. Right. It. Oh, my God. It's just it's, no, yeah, it's, it's minute one. It's mm. from minute one. The minute he's introduced to her, yeah, things aren't right. He's creepy. Yeah. He's creepy the minute he walks into the yeah. kitchen yeah. and Jay's in the kitchen. Yeah. But what about when he gives her the shot and then he's all nice to him, gets to have this, and then as soon as she does it, he just turns on her like yeah. it's, oh. he's no he's yeah. he's, oh. he's that's him at the height of his powers. He is creepy. Okay, uh, so what are we thinking? It's bad news, right? It's bad news in that bedroom. If Jay's yeah, walking, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. It was bad news for her anyway. Yeah. Okay. Do you think there is more to the motherly love? What's going on with Jackie Weaver? I think it's really interesting and a choice by Jackie Weaver. I, I didn't. Wasn't able to ascertain if that was in the script, but normally David Michaud is quite famous for enabling the actors to come up with a lot of their quirks and a lot of the uh, the parts like that. But if you watch when she first meets Jay, he doesn't get the kiss on the lips. Like he's just he's not in the family. But by the end of the movie, 
Jake gets a, a smooch on the smackers. So it's it's definitely a uh, it's used by the director throughout the film. But I, I don't know if it's uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that Jackie Weaver came up with. But just horrendous. It's, it's so yeah. disconcerting, and yeah. they and and you can tell the boys are super uncomfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, just who's the, the blonde one, Darren. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. serious yeah. issues with it. Yeah, serious yeah. issues. And it's it's it. funny because in the series, it's the same. It's exactly the same yeah. character, yeah. and she does that to them, and she's all and and it's yeah, it's just it just gives another creepy di- dimension to the whole family, right? Just brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely. it is brilliant really, choice really. from director and actor. Fantastic. Hey, can I just hit you with a um, with a quick one? Ben Mendelsohn was originally cast as Hando in Romper Stomper. Did you know that? Wow, did not know that. Um, he shaved his head. He was going to do it, but then Russell Russell Crowe decided that. Uh, he campaigned side. against oh, him and, and said he, well, he's not threatening enough like you need he's me. Not, and I'll tell you what, Russell Crowe well, that, just knocks it out of the park. They, and that they both, the I think that both would have been exceptional. Now, but yeah, he, that, that he, could have played, he could have played um, the, the mate. The offsider, yeah. yeah. Danny, Danny, What's his Danny, name in the – Danny? Danny? No, it's not Danny. Uh, it's something yeah. else. Um, but, yeah, he could have. Yeah. Could have. He yeah. died. He died of um, – he died. The, 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 yeah, no, he committed. played his mate. Committed suicide. Lied under a train. That was – He was a heroin addict. That's terrible. That's sad. No, he was – Look, he was getting back to you think like, obviously, obviously – Russell Crowe knocks that out of the park, but Ben Mendelsohn's pretty threatening in a in a more understandable. Oh, I agree. Way. No, yeah. I reckon. I reckon it, it maybe he pulls up a different, different. More, more you know, like well, creepy. Well, I don't think I don't yeah. think that Mendelsohn has the physicality that Russell Crowe does. No, whereas no, he's, he doesn't. He's the he's menacing. Yeah, from a different point of yeah, view. Psychological he's menace. He's the threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Like he's going to kill you in your sleep. Yeah, Russell yeah. Crowe's going to stab you in the fucking neck and yeah. looking that's at right. you in the eye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, well done. Let's move into the categories: the good, the bad, the ugly, where we talk about the things that we liked about the movie, the stuff that we thought was a bit bad, and the stuff that is downright ugly. And there could be a bit in all of this. Now, we're going to start with you, Dan, on the land. What do you got for good, mate? I had heaps, but we've we've touched on it all, so I, I won't yeah. uh, I won't dive into it. But the, the whole cast, Joel Edgerton won an Aussie an Aussie Oscar for twenty three minutes on screen and was just brilliant. Ben Mendelsohn has started kickstarted his career for the international audience that that didn't realise what we were on you. Guy Pierce is just completely understated awesomeness. Jackie Weaver was rightly nominated for an Oscar for this and, and kickstarted her international career. So I think that every single actor in this movie is just perfectly cast and, and just brilliant so but I, I wanted to touch on for good when we mentioned him a little earlier was Adam Arkaport the cinematographer so he, he has a quite a history of collaborating with David Michaud and went on to do some cool shit so he's also worked with Justin Kurtzel on a few of his films and uh, he also did series one of True Detective and I think we've touched on this in an earlier pod but that if you, if you think about Animal Kingdom if you've seen the first series of True Detective you, you can see why Corey, um, uh, Kerry Fukuwanga was uh, was the one to pick him because they're very similar in that heightened realism and that real dark, oppressive tone that, that, it, that he does. But remember, we used to talk about the six-minute one-up that he does with Matthew McConaughey when he, get, he comes across the, the gangland. So that was that was Adam Akapur, and it took like three days to, to block that shot out. So blocking's when all the actors and the extras and everyone um, go through the scene and work out how they're going to be positioned and where the camera is going to be positioned so you can't see the camera. But imagine how difficult that is to do a one take, which is what a wonder is. So it's one camera shot without an edit that goes for six fucking minutes where every single person has to, has to hit their mark. Just brilliant. So if I don't know if you've seen True Detective, but if well, you get, get on YouTube, just go watch that six-minute wonder. It's but just true, ridiculous. That, that, first, that first season of True Detective arguably 
could be the greatest single series of television ever made. It's very, very Woody, Woody Harrelson, it's good. Matthew McConaughey, just oh uh, my god, um, both so good in it. Alexander, so <laughs> Alexander, you cannot forget Alexander. Oh, yeah. fantastic. One of the greatest. Yeah, scene stealer. One minute in cinema scene history. Stealer, scene stealer, you would say, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, Adam Archibald, check him out. He's, he's done a whole heap of commercial work, which is just brilliant as well, um, as far as ads, the like, for really high-end brands. And just a, an, an Aussie guy came out of film school in Vico. His first major film was Animal Kingdom, with, uh, and he also did the short that you guys did for your homework, Crossbow. So just an incredible talent. And Australia bats above its weight in cinematographers and director of photographies. And it's a, it's a really special relationship that the director and the cinematographer have in, in combining. So I guess that if you think of the director as the creative lead on the project, he has to work hand in glove with the cinematographer who runs all the cameras, runs all the lighting guys, runs pretty much the everything that you're going to see on film is, is the cinematographer's domain. So it's a very specialised and, and, um, and he's an incredible talent. So he's my good and uh, the rest of the cast also brilliant. And David Michaud, like a, as far as this for, for his first film was was just incredible. Did we did we talked about the rover last week or were we talking about that midweek? No, thing? we were talking about that midweek, yeah. Yeah, so I, I watched the rover again in uh, in preparation for this uh, and I, I didn't dig it the first time I saw it. So I wanted to give it another go and watch it again. And it's another one that Quentin Tarantino absolutely loved, like just thought that it was great. It's very, it's glacial paced. It is so slow, and the stakes are not high. And it's in this ten years in the future where there's been a collapse. It's it's, a, it's what Australia does. It's post apocalypse or apocalyptic films. I I couldn't again. I couldn't. I don't know. It's it's very. It's, it breaks a lot of conventions. Like Guy Pearce is the lead character, and Robert Pattinson, who is absolutely excellent in there, is his uh, is his sidekick in that. For lack of a better term, but Guy Pearce, you just can't, I cannot buy into the character and it's because we've been force fed the same story years and years and years and years he's just not a he's not a traditional hero and he's not even an anti-hero it's just a, it's very hard to buy into that character as an audience so yeah i couldn't i couldn't really gravitate towards the rover again and i'm sure i'll watch it again in the future but uh anyway but but for david michelle he's gone on to do some amazing things he did the king with joel edgerton and, and timothy chamelay do you guys see war machine that he did with brad pitt it was a netflix film no, I haven't watched it. Yeah, again, I just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't grab me. So I don't know. I mean, I definitely find that unless a film gets me pretty quickly, my uh, my, my ability to stay concentrating is is definitely a lot less these days. But yeah, anyway, for for this film, David Michaud, just an incredible, incredible talent, goes on. He never does the same film ever again. Like he he doesn't revisit the characters, he doesn't revisit themes. He goes and, and jumps into it. So should I keep talking? I reckon we could get out to two hours if I just talk about okay. some more. So, yeah, what have you got for good? <laughs> Never-ending story. If that was the Oscars, the fucking overture would have been ringing about four minutes ago. Is that film school for fuckwits? Mark <laughs> oh, one. Hold my beer. It's his warm-up. It's his warm-up. Gal, what do you got for good? Uh, I think we've already hit on it. Yeah, okay. Cool. Excellent. So, mine quickly, Ben Mendelsohn. Is obviously really creepy and great in this movie, and his acting is unbelievable. We won't need to go into that again. Uh, James Fraserville, who that was his, first, his first role, film, yeah. right? Or he had he done a couple of things out of school, but he was in year twelve when he did this, and he beat out five hundred odd kids for it. But and I think there was there was a story I read there that where they didn't want someone as tall as big as him, but then because he is quite a big alpha sort of male looking, like it actually played better because yeah. he's quiet and you know he's not that 
in that role. He's a big guy, but but I think his arc in it is really good. Yeah, you know, he starts off. I can't believe we haven't talked more about him. Yeah, he is yeah incredible, and to to believe that that's his first role, like wow. It's super subtle. Yeah. Like his performance so is the most subtle. subtle. He was saying, you were saying that the guy Pierce was understated and subtle. Mm. Like this guy barely has a heartbeat. And th- but that's yeah. the whole point, yeah. right? Like he he's not. He's a kid who comes into this family full of crazy uncles, and you know he's weird grandma. Well, I guess you know it sets him up at the start. Sitting next to his mum, who's just had a heroin overdose. He's just sitting there watching the TV. Yeah, not the first time. Yeah, like yeah. it's like, and and that's it. And he goes to live with them, and then he has to deal with that. And he's, you know, he brings his girlfriend in, and that, and then yeah, that arc of him then realizing, hey, they're not great, and I got to get out of here, but being smart enough to do that, yeah. but making yeah. it, but making his play to ultimately get what he wants. Yes, that's right. That's what and, I mean. And, so and you're like, and you're like, hang on, mate, like just take him down, and you think he's not going to, but you sort of know something's going on. It's yeah. really clever. It, it, well, he he's does really well yeah. out of that, right? Like yeah. he sort of plays Very it both clever. ways. Yeah. But anyway, they're, they're my two goods. Well, you, you, and I, my good, and cause we've touched on everything, but my good is these are real people, right? I think you go one of two ways when you film criminals. One is they are complete caricatures who are idiots or you are super serious and just the world's best criminals. These guys have all these flaws and these guys are actually shitting themselves the whole time. They're just real people. And that's what I like yeah. the most. It's a real family. This is a, this is a family business and for all their flaws and their, their arguments and the resentments, you know, they're in it, but you never, it's that whole blood is thick in the water, but is it? Well, but it, this is the thing, like we said before, they're not criminal masterminds. They're, they're yeah. a, a bunch of, you know. Well, you think Baz might be. Without yeah. Baz, it really starts to fucking fall apart yeah. quick. But it just means that, but they're just, they're not, they're not these guys that go out and yeah. can do these massive heists. They, they do this stuff and they get well, away with it. Well, it's not the town. See, in the town, they're professional bank robbers, Yeah, that's right? what I mean. These guys are just, not. they're, they're, they're robbing to just survive. I think, I think just to touch on again, one of my, the other good I can, I didn't think about before was the whole scene where Baz gets shot is just such a, you're not expecting that. No, it's you're just not expecting it, that at all. So unconventional. And, and then you're like, bang, he goes, "You just missed him." And they go, "We don't. We're not after him. We're after you." Yeah, yeah. we like we're, you. We're like, yeah. he's, got a gun. Like, he's got a gun. And mm. you're like, "Oh god!" Like that, and that that to me was one of the highlights of the movie. When you sort of go, "Oh, okay." Well, that's that's Marion. That's Marion Crane dying twenty two minutes or thirty minutes into Psycho. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, sure, it's Sean Bean thing. dying in the first episode of Game of Thrones. Like, well, the, in the first mm, season, right? Yeah. End of the first season. End of the first season. But it's it's that. The unpredictable and it sets it straight up, yeah. and then and then there's the stakes are so high because no one is safe. Yeah, that's what I love, right? So it's just this level of who's going next. And it's so, it, I guess it's like you know a lot of those shows like Game of Thrones. You know, they go, oh, it stars Joel Edgerton, yeah. but it doesn't really. Yeah, yeah. he's gone so quick. It's, All like right, when, well, it's like when Stephen Seagal died in Executive Decision. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How with, good was that? With Kurt Russell, of course. There we go. And John Leguizamo. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go bad because I've got one thing and I'd just like to see whether anyone noticed this, but what's the go with Uncle Pope? He's on the run, he's in hiding, and then all of a sudden he's not in hiding. He's just out and about and nothing has changed. The guys are still, cops are still going around shooting people. Why is he out of hiding yeah, now? I thought that too. I know I thought maybe because they shot his mate. Like, But he's out before they shoot Baz. Well, no, he's – well, no, he was in the shop with him. Remember, they went. He went, and met him in the shop, but he went. He had to go all, all yeah, secret in there. Yeah, I don't think he's no, he was... in there. And then he, that's when he came out, and he goes, yeah. "Oh, you just missed him." Yeah, and that's when they shot him. And then I think he was like, "Right, but 
maybe they couldn't do it after that because there's so many people watching then. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a bit I odd too. I thought that was odd. Like he was just suddenly he was hiding, but now he's not hiding. Because they're, so they're all after you and then they yeah. shot his mate and then now, oh, I'm, I'm fine now. Yeah. Anyway. Anything, anything else for bad? Yeah. Look, my the, one. You go, you go, you go, you go. You go, you go. Just quickly, cop killing scene. Yep. Oh, Pretty yeah, brutal. Brutal. Like, brutal. We're going to get some people back, so they just pulled two cops. And I know that Morgs has, you know, alluded to the fact that it's based on, you know, some shootings in yep. Melbourne. But like, that's pretty. We're just going to get these cops in a in a local neighbourhood and just is. shoot them. You know, to get them back. You know, yeah. yeah it, that was pretty pretty chilling. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I just had, we've already touched on it, but the scenes, both scenes with Pope and, and Jay's girlfriend are just, Mendelssohn Ooh. is just like, he, he does not give a fuck, that guy. He, 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 I, you, you can't see him going into that scene thinking I'm going to get a gig again like he just did what was absolutely necessary <laughs> for that scene. And it is wow. chilling. Both of them are just like yeah. mouth open, Last few episodes of Breaking Bad, what the fuck is going on? Chilling, like, yeah, just awesome, absolutely. And and that's the other thing when Jay's quick enough when he knows, like he sees him in the house and he's like, oh, I gotta oh, get, I out, of get out of here, and he knows yeah. he runs straight away. When, when he rings the phone, oh yeah, man, and the phone start ringing, and then yeah. Pope comes out of the house, and he the phone's there. He's it's like, like holy shit, yeah. and he knows straight away, yeah. right? He's smart enough to know. Yeah, yeah, and that that leads that leads to the to the next great part of the movie that I think is when he's on the run. Jay's on the run. And Jackie Weaver meets up with the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Says, oh, wow. The kid's got to go. Jay's got We've all got to go. do things we don't like. Jay's got to yeah. go. We've all got to do things we don't like. It doesn't mean we don't do it. Oh, like, God. how brutal is she? I was she? just yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So what a character. And that was, wow. uh, you know, special people like us. You know? <laughs> yeah, the guy in the, in the, from the chips ad. In the, remember the car? <laughs> He's in the car. Like, Dan Wiley? Season? Yeah, I think Yeah, that's yeah, him. Yeah. That's him, yeah. So I've got. I, and it's funny because I've and not often do we have this, but you had it the other week with the walkabout creek morgues. Uh, I've got Mendelssohn in good, bad, and ugly. So I've got him just Pope in bad because he's a bad dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I've got the bedroom scene in ugly because oh. that is for me. That's the that's the most frightening part of the film. Chilling, he picks her chilling, up off the lounge chilling. and walks down that hallway, puts her on the bed, and is just standing there looking at her. Oh. I I don't breathe. Yeah, for that yeah. 90 seconds, I do not breathe. She's so yeah, beautiful. It's brutal. Oh, oh, God. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a scene. Yeah. What an incredible. Written, shot, performed, just perfect. Yeah. Anyone else got anything for ugly? I had no, two. I, I had two, Gow. Yeah, okay. I, I had said that you mentioned the TV series a couple of times, which I, I saw maybe the first couple of series, and I enjoyed it. David Michaud was a producer on it, so that's why all the characters are the same, and he just expanded on that universe and, and moved it to Southern California. But – on there, the same, the middle brother is called Craig on that one as well. But the yeah, fucking no, Americans. All the, all the names are the same. All the, the names Americans are the same. cannot pronounce it. They call him Craig. 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 What the fuck? It's Craig. What the fuck, America? It's Craig. Just Craig. The Craig is not a thing. So, anyway. Well, that- do, you remember, do you remember when we were living at Apex in Canada? And of course. And there was a guy and it was Craig. It was Craig. And I was like, what, what's, what's a weird name? And then I realized his name was Craig. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. fucking idiots, those North Americans sometimes. Let's but talk anyway. more about your travel. when we're traveling, though, too. Let's so. talk more about your travel. Who, yeah, what else did we do? Apex, that was that was Canada. I thought that was 98, was it, Gail? 97, 98. Yeah, you, said you, had you said you had two. This is the third ugly. So tell me what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I did have – I had another one. And so there was Craig the, – but Craig, the character – in, in the movie, not the TV series, when he's at his mate's house and he's got the shotgun and the, the coppers turn up because they bugged the place 
and he's running off into the bush and he throws his thong off and he runs into the bush barefoot. Yeah. My feet would you be torn to absolute shreds <laughs> like yours, Gow, at Lakey Peak when you and I travelled to Lakey Peak to go surfing and you walked on the uh, the coral and I had my great booties that I kept in my back pocket when we travelled together to Lakey Peak travelling together. Yeah. That was a good travel together, that one. Yeah. Okay, so, Morgs, I believe now, because you haven't spoken enough in this fucking podcast, we're going to quick fire. So you're going to hit us with your quick fire. Um, yeah, let's go. That's not actions. a knife. Any scenes that have crossed over into popular culture? I don't think so with this one. No, no. Hey, Derek Spreckensy Dick, worst character? Pope. It's Pope, but it's not. Like He's just such a brilliant character. I don't think he's – he's not annoying at all. He's just – Killingly evil, so <laughs> difficult to say. Gow, anyone else? I think maybe the no. lawyer, Dan Wiley. He's pretty. He's pretty slimy. Yeah, yeah he, he, he is. Yeah. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee in backdraft for an actor that's uh, performing as if they're in a different movie. Anyone in there? I don't know in this movie. I, don't no, know I, I reckon. I reckon that um, is it uh, Craig? He's no, he's, he's the Craig. one that's the loosest of the lot. Oh, but he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be in that Yeah, Sullivan Stapleton. It's the, yeah. He's the one is the loosest. Oh, sorry. Right. He, he's the one that loses it the quickest. Right. Everyone, even even the young one holds his nerve a bit, and this other guy just loses his shit. Yeah, but isn't he strung out? Isn't yeah, he's strung out. Yeah, yeah, I get that. He's yeah. already that character. Like, yeah. But other uh, than that, not, no, no one else. He gets else taken really down on the farm. No. Taken down. I think, I think they're all cast really well. That's a difficult one. Uh, Ripley yeah, yeah, running. It's a tough one. Worst running or worst uh, athletic prowess in the film? Any Anyone that stood out? Uh, I tell you what, he didn't look too good hopping over that fence and up onto the garage door, old Jay. Yeah, Jay. He like they, they, he's probably the most uncovered a lot, Jay. Yep, fair enough. Robot sentries yep. for any other deleted scenes that you think you would have wanted to see in this film. I, I, <sighs> would you want to have seen him do a crime? Like how they – because they're, they're yeah, bank robbers, I, right? And so the way that yeah. Michaud sold us that is he just did the stills of the bank robberies at the start. Just, to start, just at doing. the very yeah. start. Yeah. Would you have wanted to see them actually commit a crime a la Point Break? Well, well, yeah, well I think that that would have given us an insight into the character. Yeah, I agree. Whether, whether they were – whether that was their personality, who did what, who played which role, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, interesting. Who, who took charge? Who didn't? Because yeah, right, because at the start, there's a Baz. Baz is the one. Baz yeah. holds us all together. Yeah. But then, obviously, but, but then Pope's the hero. Yeah. Everyone is revering Pope, but it's only because they're all scared of him, really. Well, he's loose. That's yeah. the thing. Like he's the one that's going to come and sort things yeah. out, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I would have liked to see that. And last but not least, Whitey's Brad Pitt for the actor that you would most want to have relations for. Whitey's already blown his load over Sullivan Stapleton. Gow, anyone, anyone in there that you thought was uh, equivalent to Whitey's Brad Pitt affair? No, I'm good. Oh, no, I've got one thing, though. I've always said that you can always tell someone's sexuality by if they're a lip kisser. I reckon Jackie Weaver would have gone all right. I so I, I was going to say Jackie Weaver just be, again because of not quite Hollywood because she she was a great sort back in the seventies so yeah. yeah good on you Sorry good on you Jackie great great sort Ah uh, that's it okay. quick quick fire well played well done. well done okay so listen to this where we're going to tell you a little bit about the behind the scenes of the movie we're going to start this with Gal because he's the stats king what do you got Gal what do I have here let's look at listen to this. what do you want. <laughs> Here's a good stat for you. The movie holds the record for the most number of nominations, 18, garnered by a feature film at the AFI Australian Film Institute Awards. Wow. David Mycods wrote this part <laughs> for Jackie Weaver. 
<laughs> he actually wrote it for Jackie Weaver and Ben Mendelsohn. They were they were cast for this movie, which yeah. you can understand. And uh, and another quick one, David Mycods was in the movie. He was the reporter. Oh, had a, he, had a yeah, that's right. He is too. I think his wife is in has a cameo yeah. in it too. Yeah, to be fair. her cods. <laughs> I, had the, I had the same, but it actually of 18 nominations at one nine, which is incredible. Best director, um, best actor for Mendelssohn and, and Weaver, supporting actor for Edgerton, original screenplay for Michaud. Editing Luke Doolan is a, an, is an Audi editor that is uh, is very well renowned as well. So it was as far as the production side too. It was an all star cast of young filmmakers just making it out in the world and uh, just incredible. A lot of my peers in that that uh, we catch up at all the twos. I get too drunk. Wow. Um, wow. There we go. That's uh, yeah. Well, okay, what about, all. So what about the first cut? One hundred and fifty five minutes yeah. long. Yeah, always bloated, always bloated. It's, it's, uh, no, it's 81, isn't no, it? No, it's no, no, no. It goes, it's an hour and 50 minute movie. It's a, no, it's, it's a pretty, yeah. It's nearly two hour movie. It's an hour yeah. 54, I think yeah, it is. You're right, you're right. And, but would you watch a 155 minute version? Yeah. They're pretty fucking good. I, would. I, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it dragged at all. No. Like it was, they, they could, Definitely. as we said, they could have added some parts to this movie. They yeah. could have, they could have made some more character development to me like, or yeah. added some more scenes in. Yeah. Into this for so sure. adding into what you were saying about Jackie Weaver's interpretation of her character and sort of making stuff up with that with kissing the boys on the lips. So she explained in an interview that she just the unspoken fact that all the kids were fathered to different men. Yeah. She that she thought that that's how it's going to be. So they're going to be and most the fathers were most likely criminals themselves. So just to think that much about the character as to how you have this dysfunctional family and she becomes the matriarch of it. Because they're all different dads. I think that's just, probably something that fellow athletes don't understand is that directors that are as good as Michelle, they give their actors so much um, bandwidth to actually create these uh, these parts of the character that you wouldn't necessarily grab from where it's written on in the in the screenplay. And I think that it just shows when they are they trusting and and are uh, fully support their actors' choices. This is what can happen. Yeah, well, it was the same with Ben Mendelsohn where Michelle would let. Mendelssohn just go off and just do mm. whatever he did. Yeah. Some of his scenes took 15 takes to yeah. get because he was there was a different interpretation each time and then whatever worked was whatever worked. So you've got to be bold. Like yeah. I know that Quentin Tarantino is not that kind of director. He's like he snaps if someone says one word differently out of from his yeah, dialogue. He, well, he's got it's his. my fucking dialogue, yeah. mate. You know, yeah. you can't Quentin Tarantino Tarantino. But it's a bold move by a director to give your actors that yeah. much, I guess, uh, Room to move. Who's well, the- also, I know that. Sorry, I know that that Mendelssohn had d- done to a couple, but definitely, definitely to to James Frasierville, uh, that he didn't talk to him for a lot yes. of it because he wanted to build up that suspense that they didn't have any relationship connection. 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 Yeah. So he didn't talk to him a lot, and they stayed away and, and sort of tried to stay in character there. Yeah, he did it with one of the brothers too, I think. To try yeah, with the uh, the blonde one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Morgs, anything else? No, that's you. You both got where I was going. So uh, yeah, okay. amazing. Now we we talked we talked last week about quotes about stuff that we've used that we would use in everyday life. Obviously, there's nothing in this movie that we use in everyday life. But right. I've got. Have you got any good quotes that you got in there? Or there's there's a there's a couple. I won't get through. But the one the one where Baz gets him gets Jay in the toilet at the start. And he goes, Do you wash your hands? <laughs> I've got that. I've got that. 
do, do you know what though? It, it actually, and when you when you go through it, it actually is such a poignant passage. Yeah, for the movie. Oh, because, he had no father figure whatsoever. No, so but, but it's like so he goes, he goes. Um, you know, you had your hands on your cock. Your hands going even near your ass or your cock. Wash them after. Jesus, come on. Bit of soap. Get a lather going. Rinse. All right, that's enough. Now stick him under there. And he puts him under the dryer and he and, and Jay goes, I'm invisible. These things never see me. And Barry says, no one's invisible, mate. And Jay's invisible right until the end of the movie when he's not invisible. Yeah. When he's the guy that's going to bring the whole fucking house of cards down. Yeah. He's no longer invisible. Just on that, because they do say that Baz at the start, he's the glue that holds the whole yes, family for together. Sure. And that scene is the, is the one he, mate, you got to look after you. You've got to do this. Yeah. Like, he always looked out for them, even though he was. He was the boss. He, he, was, the, he, he was the guy. But he, but he was also the father. He yeah. was the glue to all of those brothers. Well, he was as he walks arm in arm with the mum yeah. down the street, right? Uh, okay. As Morgs has finished up getting a bit of lather of himself, uh, it's, Jesus Christ, this is the Morgs show tonight. Film school. For F-wits. Yes, I'll, I'll try and keep this brief, but we'll fail miserably. But I thought in, <laughs> but you'll try. in re-watching this movie, and uh, it definitely errs on the side of a depressive watch if uh, you really buy into the plight of the characters and, and there's some horrific moments in it, but so, so memorable. But I thought Aussie cinema does depressing pretty well. So I thought this week, uh, fellow F-wits, film score for F-wits will be Hold My Beer, Five other films from Aussie filmmakers that are equally and or more depressive that are also must-watches and, and stuff that you should go out and check out. Now, at the end of this, we're going to check in with our mate G-Man and see how many of these he's, he's actually seen in over and unders. I'm going to go over and under one, and it's going to be under, I'd say, for the majority of them. But we'll, we'll come back to that. But, um, boys, jump Guaranteed. in. Guaranteed. Jump in. This is just my five. And, I, I, look, there's, there's heaps because Aussie does depressive cinema quite well, but brilliant cinema as well. It do, doesn't always have to be rainbows and uh, and chocolate magnums, you know. It can, it can certainly be a, uh, a a memorable film without uh, without having to be all happy, shiny people. But my first one is Somersault, which uh, I, I'm assuming – Whitey has seen, don't know about Gal, but Abby Cornish and Sam Worthington from the mid noughties So just a harrowing film. And uh, starts off in when she goes down, Abby Cornish's character goes down to the snowfields. And I don't know, it gave me a, 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 a nice flashback into our first trips down the snow where we, uh, we we stayed in some pretty shitty locales. But uh, no, look, go and check this out if you haven't seen it. Fellow F wits, uh, it's she- we tried to we tried to watch that not that long ago down oh, at my place, and we spent after fifty minutes going, "Fuck, how depressing is this?" Oh yeah, horrible. If, if, if we forgotten and watched it for a while. If you're in the in the, I mean, it won thirteen AF a record thirteen Australian Film Industry Awards, including Best Film uh, and the Acting Awards for both the leads. So uh, and and also Kate Kate Shortland, who's uh, who she was in charge of Black Widow as well recently. So she. She changed over to the MCU. But, yeah, look, really sad but really poignant film and um, it, it's the box office performance was awful. But, unfortunately, uh, if you haven't seen it, go and check out Somersault, but only when, I don't know, if uh, if it's a rainy day and, and you don't mind going to a bit of a morose place. But one that you might have seen, uh, number two, is it was actually written by Nick Cave, the, the musician. It was his, He's only written one screenplay or, or one that has been turned to a film, but it's called The Proposition, and it stays, stars Ray Winston and Guy Pearce and uh, Danny Houston in, a, in an amazing role and uh, John Hurt, Emily Watson, incredible cast, but actually written by Nick Cave, and it, it's basically 
a um, a pick where it's set in the Aussie outback and and just incredible performance by the ensemble cast. But it's a really bleak premise in that Guy Pearce is Scott asked Pierce again. Yeah, yeah, he's he's and he's he's incredible in this, and he's asked to go out in order to save one brother to kill another brother, which is just I mean straight. Oh, mate, up mate, he he nails this role. Yeah. He nails it. Who's the guy? Is it is it to Houston? Who's, who's Danny Houston's his brother? Yeah, Danny Houston. Yeah, that's Danny, right. Who's yeah. uh, and the, right. the cast that they're able to get out to there. And Ray Wingstone is a favourite of all to watch. Sexy Beast is just incredible, and yeah. a whole lot of other good movies that we love. But uh, it's a redemption uh, journey throughout and, and worth a look. It's, it's uh, undoubtedly many of you wouldn't have seen it, but uh, if you can find it, go and see The Proposition. Just a brilliant very film. Good. Do you know that uh, on the back of this, Russell Crowe actually asked Nick Cave to write a follow-up to Gladiator. Um, can, can you Basically, could you pen a, another Gladiator Milder? And Nick Cave said, well, you fucking died in that one, Russell. Why would, why would I do that? But no, he didn't say that. He just said, no, fuck off. But it um, it, it never happened. So. <laughs> Uh, the third one, I think actually you may have been confusing no, this one. Why this is the one. Yeah, we, we, the we weren't trying to watch Somersault, but even more no. bleak and, uh, and depressing is Candy, which was, uh, again, Abby Cornish and, and Heath Ledger this time, RIP. But uh, he's, a, he's a poet and an art student, and um, uh, he's a poet and she's an art student. And uh, basically he's a, he's a smack. He's right into, into heroin and he introduces her to it. And as you can imagine, things don't go well from there. But as far as harrowing scenes that you just can't avert your eyes from, this one is just, it makes train spotting look like a Disney musical. Like it's it just so dark and such a, such a, uh, a, a. Well, the, the minute that you decide you've got to sell your girlfriend off as a prostitute to get your next. Will it, willingly, yeah. And, uh, you've, and you've got to get too far. And Jeffrey Rush plays a particularly creepy, oh, uh, older, oddball character in that, and he's just brilliant. But look, it's it's an, another film like Animal Kingdom, like Somersault, that will just stay with you. Like if anyone asks you about these films, you're not going to say, "Oh yeah, I don't know if I've seen that." Like you'll fucking remember. So another uh, another one I've seen recently, and I think why do you would have seen this? I don't think it would have done a lot of a lot of action at the video store, but I may be wrong. But Samson and Delilah by uh, Warwick Thornton. Uh, incredible yeah. Aboriginal film. It's the Aboriginal film, yeah. It is. Yep. Uh, uh, Tyler character's a couple of 14-year-old runaways. Um, he's a he's a glue-sniffing uh, young bloke and, and she's driven out of a home after her grandma dies. I just, it makes me want to tear up thinking about this film. It's But it's just brilliant. But it's, I, t- I tell you what, I've seen it once. I don't think I'll be watching it again. Super sad. Incredible film, and um, yeah, the uh, Australians can do. Uh, uh, they don't hold their punches when it goes into uh, the themes of uh, abuse, gang rape, family violence, and brutality, but uh, also make it into a incredible film. <gasps> yes, Lamal, thank you. It's not quite the never-ending story. I've only got one left. <laughs> All right, never any story. I'll 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 wind it up. There's one more, one more. I promise this is one more. We won't go on. Yes, yes, very funny. The uh, the another one that you may not have seen. We 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 have 
mentioned it on the pod several times previously, but it's uh, and one of the reasons you probably haven't seen it because it was lost. The, the the whole film print went missing until two thousand and nine when it was re released. But it's called Wake and Fright. It was made oh, in, in yeah wow. made in the early seventies. Nick Cave back to Nick Cave. He reckons it's the best and most terrifying film about Australia that has ever existed. And it's uh, Martin Scorsese actually said it's a <laughs> he declared it a deeply and I mean deeply unsettling and disturbing movie. So if Scorsese is uh, is, is getting behind that, you know it's worth a look. But it it makes uh, Wolf Creek seem again like uh, like a kid's kindergarten film it's uh, it's just but not not from the horror but just this spiral that, of descent that this teacher goes to in the australian outback and it was interesting it was uh, it was a european filmmaker that made it but he was able to tap in to a lot of the um, <laughs> the elements of the australian psych and just show them up on film for for how weird we are in some ways what, and, what about donald pleasance in that oh movie? my god yeah it just holy it, shit that is, uh, if look, if, the, if there's one film on this list that I encourage you all to go and watch this week, it's Wake and Fright. Uh, it just won't let you down, but just a disturbing Australian movie, super depressing, and that's my top five. Have you guys got okay, any more? Lamal. Yeah. I got one. Go. I got one, and it's going It's going to shoot straight to number one. It hit me. Cannot be beaten. Hit me. Snowtown. Oh. Justin Kurtz. This movie came out. Excellent, excellent the, choice. The, the, Bodies in the barrel. Oh god! In South Australia. The brother, the brother having his way. Oh my god! Oh, I, 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 this is another movie that came out when I had the video shop. I yeah. took the DVD home. I put it in. It took me four times to get through it. There were four times when I had to stop because I was like visibly shaken or felt sick from watching it. It was so yeah, it's brutal. Fucking grim. So that, that's another Adam Archibald jam. So he he. Works with Justin Kurtzel a lot on on pretty much all of his films, and yeah, that you're absolutely right. I reckon you've you've just trumped all of my five with that one pick. So yeah, disturbingly yeah. depressing it's film, bad. but essential viewing. It may have taken you four hours, but you saw it. And what, what oh, I had to watch it. I had to watch it. You could you could describe it graphically pretty much every scene in that film. Whereas there's a lot of popcorn flicks that we can't even recall what happened when we saw them this week. So Aussie cinema, take a bow. When you go into uh, a memorable film state, often you uh, you err on the darker and the, the more depressing side. But geez, you do it well. Well played, Australia. Good stuff. Well done, can, Dan. Can you believe that was Justin Kurzel's directorial debut? Yeah, he and he's gone on and done some amazing, amazing flicks. And he did Assassin's Creed as well. Did you guys see that with um with the dude out yep. of Prometheus? Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Michael I, I mean, I wasn't going to see it because it was oh. a remake of a fucking video game. But, yeah, he was obviously courted by Hollywood to do some big helms, some some big budget flicks. But, yeah, Justin Kurzel, another, like Michelle, just an incredible Aussie uh, director. Okay. Well done, Gal. Well done for starting him off again. Yeah. Congratulations. So, now let's go into Star of the Show. This is going to be interesting, this one, because it could be a few people. We're going to start with you, Gal. Who's your MVP for Animal Kingdom? Close with Jay, close with Pope, but I'm going to go with. Wow, I'm going to go with Pope. Yeah, okay. I I just think he brings that creepiness. I mean, they're a dysfunctional family. We get that at the start, and then he turns up in the kitchen, and it just takes an, it just takes a turn. You just know that he's kind of the, the bad seed of it. Yeah, I, I just think his performance is great. He's, he's, we said before, is he underrated? Don't know if he's underrated, but he's he's yeah. certainly, yep, and very on top of his game, Aussie actor. So yeah, I'm going to go with Ben Mendelsohn. Good play. Well done. And uh, what about you, Dan? Uh, David Michaud, for me, the director, the writer, just an incredible first film, like the talent oozing out of this guy. And to bring that incredible cast together and to get the performances out of them, 
just unparalleled, I think, in in first off filmmaking magic for your first film. David Michaud, take a bow. I can't, I can't froth over the cast anymore, but I think David Michaud for me just trumps everyone because of that script and, and the way he was able to direct that film. Yeah, that's fair enough too. Very yeah, fair. Absolutely. I am going to go Jackie Weaver. Okay. So we're all going through someone different, which is probably the first time ever. I think that what she brings to that role can't be can't be taught. She's so understated yet so ominous, and it's just the scene when she says to the lawyer, Jay's got to go. That was it for me. As good as Ben Mendelsohn is, and he is amazing in this movie, and we've spoken about those two scenes in particular, and he is a standout. Still think that Jackie Weaver gets him just. It's like a photo finish for me. And the other thing is she's Good a bit call. creepy in the Good movie. She, she doesn't really do much, you know, is in she doesn't and then and then it's just like there's her true colours. She's just like, Well, he's gotta go. Think I about can't that move my final scene with her and Guy Pierce in the uh in the supermarket as well. She is just yeah. evil incarnate. Like the yeah. unspoken truth of what they both know that uh, who she's hunting, it's her sons that killed those cops. And it's just dripping with menace and, yeah, amazing, amazing. Good call, Waddy. I'll, I'll change mine. I'll go with her yeah. as well. But the fact, the fact that she says, I'm not going to lose my boy, she just says it, you know, I won't, I won't lose them. No, so she's anything, anything, yeah. whatever it takes, this is what we'll do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so then final thoughts. Well, this is as grim as Australian Sarah gets, but it's as good as it gets as well. If you've not seen Animal Kingdom or you've only seen the US TV series, do yourself a favour. It's on stand. You can also buy it on Apple TV. Watch it. It's really, really good Australian cinema and it's well right. worth if the you've watch. watched If you've watched the TV show, you'll love the movie. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But it, it, is, it is a great flick to watch. It, it's You can't turn it off. Okay. So we move into the rank bank and this should be interesting. Got a few options here for us. Creepy, murderous uncles, crime families, stolen VN Commodores, or over-affectionate mothers. Anything else? I'm going to take that as a no. Oh, so I thought Morgz was coming up with something. No, no, no. I was just watching on the screen. I thought he was was going to come up with something. It's a Um, hard one. It's a hard one. uh, Maybe forgetting to wash your dick. (laughs) Three hand washers. Yeah. Three, three uh, <laughs> hand washers. <laughs> yeah, we're not going with that. We're not going with dick washing. Uh, no, um, probably the mother one. What was the kissy mother one? Over yeah. affectionate mothers. Yeah, let's go with that. Right, over affectionate mothers. Not an easy one. Lingering kiss mothers. I'm and I'm not going first with this. So you guys, I'm, I'm bringing Gal? up a rear. Okay, Gal, tell me, how many over affectionate mothers are you giving Animal Kingdom? I'm going to go with four. Good wow. call, yeah. Okay. Good, good, call. good call. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure. 4.25. I thought 4.25. I'm going to go and, with 4. Was, that your, was that your first watch? Yes. Oh, wow. No, that's really good. Well done. Yeah. But look, I, as I said to you, I have, seen the, I have seen the series, and the series is pretty true to the characters. Yeah. In it. So, you know, straight away, once they go, here's the brothers, here's, you know, they're, they're all the same characters. Yeah. I think from memory, well, the, so. first, the first episode of the TV series was pretty much Michaud just ripped a lot very, out of the movies. Very so. much. Yeah. The, the, the mum, you know, Jay's mum in the in the apartment, the whole thing, he goes to live with the uncles. Yeah. They get introduced to how crazy they are in their own ways, you know. 
Yeah, it was very, it was very much like that. Scott Speedman in that? He is. Yes. He's bad. He's, yeah, he's, he's very, very, yeah. He's very, yeah, very well cast. Scott yeah. Speedman, I think he's a good actor. He's a good I, actor. Think, I mean, it's all very slick and American, and, and I certainly don't compare the two. It's, you're so right. It's the UK office versus the US office, but it's still yeah. good. It's still worth a look in its own right. So. Okay. I'm with you, Gail. I'm giving this four overly affectionate mothers. I love this movie. I think it's really good. It's not something I can return to like Morgs all the time, but I can watch this again. Not a problem. It's a hard watch, but well worth the effort. So, Morgs. It's good that you kept the tally easy too. That's, that's a... <laughs> Okay, Morgs. What are you going to give this... Animal Kingdom? How many over-affectionate mothers? This was almost my first perfect five film on the podcast. Wow. I love this film. I'm going to calm down a little and drop it back to 4.75. But this is one of Ooh. this is one of my favorite films. It's the best score I've given on the podcast. I implore anyone who hasn't seen it to sit and watch it. It's an incredible piece of cinema. I it just makes me vomit when I think about this only making 7.5 million dollars globally versus some of the crap that is uh, is churned out. Books, does this does this Whitey can tell us this. Does this uh, individually, put you above the thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I love the thing. What did you? And, what did, uh, but no, what did you I. Give the he, thing? Gave, he gave yeah. the thing four point five. Yeah, for, wow, no, this, this is, is above, above this, that. This is my highest nice. score, and and deservedly so. It's it's my favorite movie so far of the ones that we've spoken about. Four point seven five. Love it. Incredible piece of cinema. Okay, now we're just bringing up the uh, spreadsheet so Gao can tell us where Animal Kingdom sits on the. Leaderboard. Wow. To watch well, let's back. have a look. Animal Kingdom with a rating of 4.25 has come into equal seventh. Equal seventh with Full Metal Jacket, Ghostbusters, and Animal Kingdom. Right above The Guard and Mad Max, and just below Die Hard. Okay. No, it's, no Die Hard's 4.25. Die Hard's 4.25 as well, so it's equal sixth. So it's equal sixth with above that is seven and first blood. Wow, that's uh, very interesting. We've got a we've got a whole heap of movies there sitting on the same on the same level. Yeah, well we're starting to it's I think that's about fair, Morgs. What do you think? Like I know you're saying this is the favorite movie that you've done. I didn't ex- I didn't expect it would rate so high. I wasn't sure what you guys thought about it. I know why do you've seen yeah. it a few times at Gow's first yeah. first watch for Gowan picking a four. I think that's excellent. Um yeah, yeah I look I, I it's hard for me to judge it versus those other films because for me it's probably the best of the ones that we've watched, but for I think they're all excellent, the ones that it's uh, around as well. So yeah, I think it's probably fair. Well, to be fair, our Looking at this, it's at 4.25, those movies we just said. 4.5 is our highest rating, which is still The Thing and Silence of the Lambs. So yep. that's, yeah. it's, there's not much between it. As, not a, much as, between a, it. as a collective, I think it's probably right. Yep. And in saying, and in saying that, though, uh, Gal, you, you didn't get to vote on Silence of the Lambs. You were away that week, so it's just me and Morgs. Yeah, well, I look, I can't disagree that Silence of the Lambs would be right up there. Yeah. That is a cracking movie. It's a There's a lot of different parts to that sure. movie and and you know you guys went through that no doubt that should be right up there that should be right at the top well so this is more I'm, I'm okay with that this is morgs's highest score to date uh he had full metal jacket at 4.5 seven at 4.5 science of lambs 4.5 and the thing at 4.5 i don't know what a movie's got to do well i do know what a movie's got to do for dan to give it a five and it's coming up <laughs> in the future <laughs> well I'm, uh, I'm sure we'll get to my fives in the future but yeah this this was very very <laughs> close 
Okay. All right. So what are we watching this week, boys? You seen anything watching anything exciting, Gow? You've been travelling again, so I've been travelling. I'm look, I'm travelling again tomorrow. Um, back to Melbourne. I gotta to, gotta to close out a couple of deals for us. Absolutely. But um I uh, am watching going to watch Yellowstone. Oh, I haven't okay. I haven't there's two episodes out at the moment. I haven't watched season five. One of the greatest shows ever, Yellowstone, and I can't wait really to get good. into season five. I'm a big Yellowstone yeah. guy as well. Yeah, really good show. Mass- massively great show. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm into that tomorrow. Okay. Well done. What about you, Dan? I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral the other night for the first time in a long time and uh, was struck by it. Yeah. yeah, fun flick. And uh, I, reckon I, I reckon I ran Hugh Grant's do for probably <laughs> 10, 12 years. So, we saw uh, a couple of photos just recently where there's no doubt you did. Yeah, no, I, I had the cow lick and, uh, and, and the um, borderline ginger do for, for a long time. So good work, Hugh Grant. Didn't get... Uh, Caught on Sunset Strip uh, propositioning a uh, a lady of the night for a BJ, but uh, other than that, I think we're really reasonably similar. Okay, excellent. So this week I've been watching a new series called SAS Rogue Heroes, which is about the birth of the SAS. It's a really cool period piece. Uh, it's English, BBC. It stars Alfie Allen, the guy that was yep. in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yep. Uh, it's really cool. It's really fun. It's about the guys that effectively started the SAS, and if you'd watched extras with uh, with uh, Ricky Gervais, it stands for Special Army Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> They're stripped to the waist. <laughs> uh, one of the best. Look, another good episode. Well done, gentlemen. And this week we did something a little different. Well, I did, and I went rogue on the boys here. We went to the socials, onto TikTok, onto YouTube, onto Instagram. Went to the t- went to the community and asked for a suggestion for a movie this week, and I gave them four to choose from. So I gave them Rocky Four. I gave them The Usual Suspects. I gave them There's Something About Mary, and then The Poseidon Adventure. Which one? Original. Original. The original. Yeah. The original. Please. The original. Well, I I, I hope not Rocky Four. Okay. Only because. I think we need to do those in order. Yep. Okay. So that's the only reason. Excellent. I'm happy. I'd love to do Rocky Perfect. Four. Perfect. I yeah, hope, your, I hope your, we uh, go, dream, go somewhere else. Your wish will be granted. Dan, any thoughts on who, what we're going to be doing? What do you think? What would you vote for? The side adventure I'd vote for out of that Okay. Lot. Oh, okay. Good well, old school movie, yeah. Gene Hackman. In a landslide. In a landslide. Pay up, choppers. Oh, <laughs> 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 One of the great cinema characters in the history of cinema in Pat Healy, yeah. Matt Dillon, hats off to you. This is one of my most favourite cinema experiences of all time, seeing this in a packed cinema. We at- could spend an hour just on the quotes in this movie. Yeah. Oh, mate. There's just so Exceptional, many. Exceptional, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, next week we are only tackling what I think is our only our second comedy. Oh, wow. And I think a good one. It's a cracking movie. It's a cracking movie. And I think that uh, this is going to be one where it's going to be very difficult to hold back the premature adulation. But it should be a fun episode had by all of us. Hope you enjoyed Animal Kingdom. If you want to hear more, please head back to the back catalogue and check on some of the old episodes and just see how much better we've gotten. It's a lot. What if you want any more? Wait, we haven't get any, any wraps this week and don't, don't, we haven't got some merch that everyone needs to buy? Yeah, we are working on just releasing our first line of merchandise. Uh, we've got a kick-ass 
set list t-shirt, which will be ready to go this week. So check on the socials and you'll be able to purchase that. We're also just about to launch our Shopify website, which will have a whole rail of uh, a whole range of merchandise for everyone to purchase and support the team here at Born to Watch and join the community, which is growing. Uh, if you want to see more, check us out on all the socials. I'm killing it on TikTok and on YouTube, just crushing it. Gow's taking some video tonight as well, so there'll be some of him as well. And when we go up on the land, Dan's going to be the star of the show. Cannot wait. Should be good. Should be good. <laughs> Until next week, guys, it's bye for now. See you, everybody. Looking forward to next week. Speak to you then. See you. And that's a cut. <laughs> that's totally cut. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.